This is Perspectives, the show where an examination of our many differences often shows us how much we have in common. I'm Condis Presley, and today we're going to visit with our friends from the March of Dimes. Just recently, they wrapped up a big project, their March for Babies in downtown Atlanta. Nonetheless, in the effort to make sure our community knows about the importance of women giving birth to healthy babies. We want you to know that still today, one in 10 babies is born prematurely in the U.S. That's 14,000 here in Georgia. The March of Dimes is the local community organization right here in our community that is leading the fight for the health of moms and the strength of babies everywhere. Our guests in studio are Shane Salter. He is the executive director of the March of Dimes here in Metro Atlanta. He's brought with him his senior development manager, Kristen Stanley. We are delighted to have both of you here. Welcome, Shane. Good to see you again. Good to see you, too. Condison, thank you for the invitation and for your leadership in our community. Absolutely. It's been probably now, I think, more than a year since you were last in the studio. And you were new to the organization when you were here. So you've got a little bit of time under your belt. How's it been? Well, I still feel new. <laughs> Tell me How's about that? it. Is that a good sign? <laughs> um, but yeah, it's been really good. It's been an amazing year of reaching out and um, to partners and engaging new ones. So it's been great. I think we're doing some amazing things in the community. Reset Force, how did the March for Babies this year go? I know that oh, you guys just had that recently. Wow, you talk about off the chain. It was like amazing. It was a family-filled event. The venue at Old Fourth Ward Park was amazing. Um, Mercedes-Benz of Buckhead donated a pace car. Northside sponsored um, us as a primary sponsor. We had a great marching band there this year that was really new. It was just, it was spectacular. It really was. It seems as though you guys are seriously in your event season. You have an event coming up in yes. just a few days. Uh, jeans and jerseys or something like that yes, on June 8th. Yes, yes, Tell yes. Tell us what's that going to be. At the College Football Hall of Fame. So the whole idea is really to pair athletes um, with chefs and to use that opportunity to raise awareness around what's happening um, to moms and babies in Georgia. And so, but it's also the real objective is to have a good time. And that's what we're looking forward to. And also to raise money to make sure that we have healthy moms yes, and healthy babies. Absolutely. It is certainly a fundraise. I'd be remiss. Um, Kristen would probably knock me in the nudge here um, <laughs> if I forgot that, to mention that it is a fundraiser. Um, and it is because your resources, your funds, the donations that you make to March of Dimes really do impact the lives of moms and babies. And so we hope you'll come out, find where it fits best for you, but hopefully you'll come out and support this and purchase a ticket. So where are we with the need to make sure that expectant moms are getting the care that they need and that they are delivering healthy babies. How are we doing in the state? So the state is, I think, becoming much more aware. I think our advocacy branch of March of Dimes here in the state has done a really good job. We had an advocacy day. We went out, spoke with some legislators, legislators, um, and they are much more aware. They are expanding uh, Medicaid. Um, they've put out uh, a RFP, they're issuing an RFP or at least provided funding so that we can we can get caught up on the backlog of the data to help us to get our hands around what's happening around maternal deaths in our state. So I believe that um, in a bipartisan way, um, we're making real serious uh, or significant um, inroads. What has been the most significant observation that you've made 
about the needs in Metro Atlanta and in Georgia since you arrived here? Wow. The mo- this is, it begins with me, the biggest need right now is awareness. Because I think it's, it's the people of the state, it's the people of the city who hold our leaders accountable for the action that's required in order to bring about the change that improves the lives and the health and well-being of moms and babies. And so I think a lot of it is raising awareness, raising resources for um, the research, and then um, pulling our voices together collectively to figure out, you know, what, who's doing what, where, when, and how can we work better together um, to move this needle in the right direction. Why is it so important to make sure that moms carry babies to full term and that we really address the needs of premature infant births? Because when, a, when we, we don't want any baby born too soon. When babies are born prematurely, they are a greater risk of um, complications. And those complications can be lifelong. So in an ideal situation, we want all babies coming preterm because every day that they're in the womb, they're, they're developing, they're getting stronger, they're getting ready for their journey here to Earth. And so we want to make sure that they're prepared when they get here. And if they're not, they experience problems, right? Yeah, they sure do. You know, the stay in the NICU kind of is extremely painful. It's frightening for any family to go through. Um, the possibility of losing and the experience that people have around losing a baby in the NICU um, is often really traumatic. And um, we want to just prevent that to the degree that we possibly can. And that's why the work at March of Dimes is so important. That's why everybody's contribution, everyone's voice, when they walk at the walk, when they show up at a special event, um, we're basically saying that our women matter, that our children matter. And they matter enough for us to make sure that people don't forget in our state that they are a priority. Um, I, I often will share with people, we all have a mother and we were all once a baby. And if this somehow doesn't affect you and you don't make that connection, then I think you don't have a pulse. You know, um, this is a real serious issue and it's a priority for our community. With the money that is raised in this community for the March of Dimes, what are the programs that those resources support? Well, one of which that I'm most proud of is our NICU family support at AMC Wellstar um, Specialist. We have a specialist there who works with moms when their baby comes to the NICU to ensure that they're receiving the kind of educational materials, they have the, they're connected to the resources, and that they're just there's someone there to guide them through that very scary time. So that's one of, um, of our major signature um, efforts. I would say the other is we're now getting ready to launch a nursing scholarship um, program locally so that we can increase um, the resources in maternal um, desert areas. So we're looking um, at that. Um, so they're, they're quite a bit. I, I'm more very excited about the work we've done and how the money has helped us with that soft stuff that you don't see, like the legislative advocacy, you know, those, those inroads that we've made there. Um, and around just raising the awareness around our, our um, what's happening with babies that are born prematurely and moms who are dying within the first year of birth here. What do you mean by mom desert? You just said that. Maternity deserts, believe it or not, we have 159 counties here in the state, one of the states with the most counties. And I would say just off roughly about half of those counties um, do not have um, access to prenatal care. 
um, moms have to travel for OBGYN, sometimes two counties across in order to get access to care. So we call those maternal deserts. There's not the appropriate kind of care available for a woman um, who's um, going through maternity. And if the woman doesn't have transportation, that's yet another that problem. further complicates it. So we're really trying to get our hands around what do we do? What are the resources that are needed there? How do we galvanize the community response, work with existing partners, and then figure out strategic solutions that, um, that actually move this needle? Because what we're doing is simply not working, and the outcome is just unacceptable. How are you able to get into the community at that grassroots level to begin to move that needle? Because that's a lot of heavy lifting. You know what it is? With humility and listening to what's happening on the ground. Because there are people doing extraordinary things, Connors, out there. And to presume that we have all the answers would be foolish. So we're talking to people that have been in this space for a while um, and beginning to hear from them, what strategies have you tried and worked? What hasn't worked so well? And how do we build on um, the successes that we've experienced? You relocated to Atlanta from the Washington, D.C. area, correct? Yes, correct. What made you take on this work here in Atlanta? My life um, commitment has been to the health and well-being of children. And when this opportunity opened up, um, I reached out to my friend who's the president of March of Dimes, Stacey Stewart, and I asked her, I said, what would you think, you know, about me exploring this possibility of coming to Georgia? And Stacy, knowing me as well as she does, um, when her response was, I think you would be great, made me step back and I had to ask myself then why, right? And I think the bigger opportunity for me is to elevate the conversation, Condes, and to engage men, um, to help men to understand that because this is an issue that's impacting women and children doesn't mean it isn't our issue. And if we don't get ahead of this and start leading this, then the community won't take it seriously. They'll continue to dismiss it and minimize it as a woman's issue. So I'm, um, I'm a, a um, fraternal, I'm an alpha, um, and I've reached out to my brothers, and really uh, they have elevated their fundraising, more than doubled it this year, because they begin, they're beginning now to understand men have a voice in this and a place in this conversation, and that we've got work to do. Yeah, and what I, did you say earlier? We all have a mother. That's right. And we all once were babies. Yes. Is the message beginning to resonate with the men you're talking with? Oh, my gosh. And that's the most fulfilling. I mean, when you see that light go off and they're like, yeah, wow, you know, I didn't know about this. And, you know, and I'll give you one example is engaging faith leaders, you know, around. We did um, this year, last year, Purple Sunday, Purple Sabbath where um, different congregations wore purple and allowed us to come and present and to the congregations. And you were able, I was able to ask people, you know, do you know a preemie? Where are you preemie? And by the time we ask these questions, everybody's standing up in the congregation, right? And so they had that opportunity to see the light going off and folks realizing, you mean, wait a minute, Georgia is one of the best places six years running to do business. And we're slated to become one of the worst states to have a baby? How do we reconcile that? How is that ever acceptable? And um, and I think um, to get men um, to elevate that conversation, to support um, the women in our community, and to realize that um, we can begin before children get here to make sure that they have a better opportunity to be successful. And that's what this work is about for me. How are women able to access the programs that are provided 
by the March of Dimes? Well, at the moment, they pretty much will access it either through education, the stuff that we do. We do a lot of work around understand the importance of folic acid. You know, what do you need to do to kind of give yourself the best chance health-wise? So they can go to our website. There's, I mean, we have one of the best websites um, that you can imagine that gives a lot of information. We also have um, a NICU family app um, that you can get um, if you happen to have a NICU experience. Um, March of Dimes has an app that helps you to understand what you should be expecting during your pregnancy. So I think that's a, also a resource and a good touch point. And the importance of folic acid is what? There may be folks listening who have not heard that before and would be like, hmm. Well, you know, folic acid, I think what we recommend is that women actually um, start taking folic acid a year before um, they actually are deciding to um, conceive. And what that does is just basically help their bodies get ready to provide the right conditions for a baby to develop in utero. People think about nonprofit organizations to support what are some of the reasons a person would choose to support the March of Dimes in this community? Because when I think of nonprofits and not taken away from any others, there are not many who set out with a mission um, and they accomplished it. March of Dimes initially set out to find a cure for polio and we did it. And I have every bit of confidence that with an organization that's that laser focus on finding solutions, this is the best return on your investment when you make a donation. We have a serious problem in our state, and we need to align our resources with organizations that are really serious about it. And March of Dimes is certainly um, among those. Shane, earlier you spoke of working on those soft skills and developing those relationships, especially at the state capitol when it comes to legislation and allocation of resources to address this great disparity in our state. Uh, how's that work going? Well, I think uh, we've had one of our um, most successful years. I think that we found that um, a lot of, we, basically we set out this last year, we had um, um, some legislative priorities. And the 219, I gotta tell you, the 2019 legislative priorities for the most part were accomplished. Um, we accomplished all of them. Can you walk us through the top two or three agenda items. You said you accomplished everything. Let's let's walk through them one at a time. Yeah. So a couple of those were the Patients uh, First Act. That was Senate Bill 106. And this bill authorizes the state to pursue Medicaid um, waivers that cover those up to 100 percent. Um, um, and it also um, was allows us to, um, I think, to have the state agencies consolidate and begin the long process of applying for waivers through the federal government. Um, the budget was also passed, which was really neat, and the budget included some really great things in it, $105 million for maternal and mental health telepsychiatry um, and telemedicine. I thought that was really crucial. Um, $200,000 we got through for the Maternal um, Mortality Review Committee. Um, how do we know how to correct what we're doing if we're not reviewing on the back end why women right are dying? And I thought that was really important. Um, we got in the budget um, 500000 We supported Morehouse School of Medicine um, to get established a center of excellence in maternal mortality. And that was really um, also important for us. But one that I think was really striking is the um, what we call the shackling. Um, and that is um, HB 345. 
And after a rough beginning in the Senate, um, what we really were able to do is uh, get this bill to require prisons and jails to collect and report on shackling incidents with pregnant inmates and eliminates the severely restrictive um, commonplace practices in prisons related to handcuffing women who are pregnant. We were doing that? Yes, we were doing that. And apparently have been for some we time. We have been doing it for a while, and now we have got a bill through that says not no more. We're not. We're this is unacceptable. Um, we should not be shackling women who are clearly pregnant. And when did that take effect upon the governor's signature? Or is there an activation date? So the governor, yes. So the these bills have um, um, the, the session has ended. They wrapped up, and so the governor, you know, signs in forty days. I has 40 days um, to sign them. And yeah, so they're now, we've done a pretty good job of getting this through. Congratulations on that. Thank you. Thank you. So coming up in the fall, I read that you all have a big event that is going to be celebrating women. I do believe you're calling them women of distinction. And Kristen, you've been sitting quietly next to Shane all this time. I know there's a nominations process. Just walk us through the entire the yeah. entire program. Yeah, so we're really excited for our second annual Atlanta's Women of Distinction event. The actual event will be on October 10th at the Fox Theater. It's a breakfast event. And right now, nominations are open. We have eight different categories that women can be nominate, nominated in. Um, and it's to recognize them for their success, not only in the workplace, but also what they're doing here in our local communities. Um, so um, anyone can nominate a, women of, a woman of distinction. Our nominations run now through June 20th. Um, we've just extended our deadline. We're hoping to get, we had a very, very successful uh, year one and looking to, to repeat that and have some great, um, some great women representing our Georgia communities. So who can nominate somebody? Anybody. You can, if it's, a, you want to nominate a coworker, you want to nominate your mom, you want to nominate your sister, anybody can nominate anybody. And where can we find that nominations information? Yeah, so more information can be found at marchofdimes.org backslash Atlanta Women of Distinction. And there are certain categories or it's like, I think I should nominate somebody, but you want to make sure you put them in the right lane. Yeah. Can you tell me a little bit more about yeah, that? Yeah, so we have categories ranging from um, from healthcare, professional services, financial services, sports and entertainment, uh, technology, um, and... Um, They're all listed on the website. Yeah, more, more listed there. And again, this is an opportunity, one, to celebrate women doing great things Mm -hmm. and also raise money to support the programs of the March of Dimes. Absolutely. And one of our um, what Shane was mentioning earlier is talking about our family NICU support specialist. The funds that are raised there go to help that program. And we're we're looking to expand that. So funds raised through this event will will support that. And how does that program work, Shane? The, the NICU support specialists, these are? these. So these, basically we have an employee that's staffed at the, um, that staffs the NICU at AMC Wellstar. And she works with families that are in the NICU uh, to ensure that they're receiving the kind of attention and support that they need to navigate that really daunting um, process. And that's one person and you're hoping maybe out of this to get? To perhaps expand more, yes, cover more hospitals um, and to provide more resources to families, yes. If there's... One thing that you would want our audience to know about the March of Dimes and the work that you guys are doing each and every day, what would that be? Wow, I would say at the moment, um, 
the groundbreaking research, research that we're doing. Really, um, we have five prematurity research centers um, in, in the country and one in Europe. And um, most recently, kind of one of the biggest gains, the one that there are several that came out just this year alone. But when we were talking earlier about, you know, finding, you know, a solution, a cure, right, or some intervention, um, we just um, released and uh, had this published in a, a medical journal, uh, the, a new three-dimensional uh, imaging technique, right? It's a non-invasive technique. Imagine now, do you, do, do you know that most people don't know that we don't know what causes contractions? Never thought about it. Isn't that something? And I'm a father. I thought certainly they know what causes contractions. Well, if they knew, then they could stop them, right? Um, so but isn't that ch- how you know it's time for the baby to come? That's exactly right. So we were like, well, where are they coming from? What, what drives the contractions? And why are some women having contractions earlier? Well, if you think about, um, try to imagine a, um, an EKG, Mm-hmm. Right now for the uterus, where you can now identify where the contractions are coming from and the promise that presents when you can now stop them. Because we used to think the contractions started in one part of the uterus and we're finding out through the re- our research that they come from different places. And if you can track where they're coming from, we have a better chance now of um, uh, keeping children in the womb longer and having better outcomes for them. So that's when you got something exciting like that you announced in March of this year, right? Tells you how relevant you are and how much you're on the cutting edge of really getting your hands around this issue. If someone wants to be involved in the work that's being done for healthier babies and better care for expectant moms through you with the March of Dimes, how do they get involved? I would say that um, you can you can simply you can call us at the March of Dimes and I'll give you Kristen's number, which is uh, 404-720-5305. And um, so that's one way you can go to our website at marchadimes.org. Um, there are a variety of different ways. All you have to do is plug in your zip code and it will take you directly to where you need to go to find how you make a difference in your local community. So please go to the website. That's another way for you to get more familiar with our organization and to make a difference. So now this is going to sound like a silly question, but ask it just the same. When you talk about maternal deserts Mm -hmm. and you talk about places in our state, in our communities where there is not a healthcare professional to work with and help these expectant mothers. And we also talk about, think about these technology deserts. And while there may be women and people who need your services, they may not necessarily have a computer at home. That's right. uh, Or access to the web. Please tell me that the site's mobile friendly because everybody's got a phone these days. That's right. At least least that. Everybody's got a smartphone and you can go to marchofdimes.org on the phone. Absolutely. You can certainly, you can go, to, we, have an, we have apps, you can go, the site is definitely mobile friendly. And even um, what we got accomplished through the legislature this year, we're making sure that it's a, we're able to actually reach people where they are. And that's what the goal is. And we're taking one step at a time. We're nowhere near where we need to be, but we're doing it one step at a time. We've talked about a lot in this little bit of time that we've had together, but you've got a couple events coming up. Why don't we reset for our listeners who might want to get involved, Kristen? I know Jeans and Jerseys is coming up. Yeah, we're really excited about this event. It's our Provisions with a Purpose Jeans and Jersey event presented by Northside Hospital. It is on um, Saturday, June 8th at the College Football Hall of Fame. 
We have eight different local restaurants involved. We have athletes from the Atlanta Falcons, the Atlanta Dream, Atlanta United, and um, former Atlanta Hawk Dominique Wilkins will be there. So really excited about that. Tickets can be purchased at marchofdimes.org backslash provisions with a purpose. And those are $150 each, all you can eat, all you can drink. It's going to be a great event, um, silent auction. You can tour the College Football Hall of Fame. Um, so really hoping to get folks to come out and have a great night. And then last thing, if there is a nomination in somebody's head for a woman of distinction, yep. I know that deadline's been extended until June 20th. Yep, and that you can um, find out more information on how to submit by visiting uh, marchdimes.org backslash Atlanta Women of Distinction. Shane Salter, we thank you so much. Kristen, thanks for coming in as well. Thank you very much. Perspectives is a half hour we produce with you in mind. If there's something you think we ought to be talking about, let me hear from you. Tweet me, MyAndalusCondo29 on Twitter, or leave a message on our Facebook page. We do appreciate your listening and hope you'll be back next week at this same time as we examine another perspective. Without the ones like you, who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you, with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done.